you're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation starts with Jay Lethal taking on Jorah Joel from the AHFO, beating him with the Lethal Injection. And then after the match, uh, Matt Hardy, he throws Jose the Assistant's tablet at Jorah Joel and tells him that unless he does something in the future to heavily impress him, his career will be deleted. So it looks like little by little, Matt Hardy and his um, erratic behavior is uh, slowly... Shutting down the HFO, it looks like. We have the Battle of the Colors as Red Velvet defeats Sky Blue. Uh, during the match, Layla Hirsch comes out to watch Red Velvet, but it doesn't distract her as she hits just desserts for the win. Frankie Kazarian defeats Allen Five Angels. Uh, Angels has a dangly earring, and this made Paul White and Mark Hen- Henry extremely mad and saying that they were in the ring with him, they would pull, put him in a headlock and pull off the um, dangly. So I never realized that danglies get these guys so upset. Kazarian wins by submission by reversing and putting Angels in the chicken wing. Dyla Rose, Diamante, and Emi Sakura defeated the team of LMK, Kayla Sparks, and Paris Vandale. Uh, Diamante made L- LMK submit for this match. Uh, LMK, also known as Little Mean Kathleen, and Kayla Sparks was the woman who appeared on both Rampage and SmackDown this past Friday. Lance Archer destroyed Fuego del Sol. Fuego tried, but Lance just toyed with him. He even played with the audience a little bit, and he got the win with the blackout. Layla Hirsch defeated Willow Nightingale. Hirsch wins by submission with an armbar after dodging Willow's moonsault and taking her down with a running knee. And the last match here was Evil Uno and Stu Grayson of the Dark Order defeating the Chaos Project with Evil Uno pinning Serpentico after they hit the fatality. Tuesday's AEW Dark, this is from the Orlando Universal Studios. Lee Johnson defeats Darian Bankston with the Brain Dog. Sunny Kiss defeated Ashton Smith with a corkscrew kick. A corkscrew kick. And uh, Kiss actually had a little uh, uh, segment here explaining the theme song from the Who We Are soundtrack. The Acclaimed defeated B-Jack and Donovan Isolina. Anthony Bowens pins Isolina after Max Caster hits the mic drop. Not going to recap the freestyle here because it really isn't that good. Uh, step your bars up, Caster. 
Marina Shafir defeated Danielle Camella. Camella is the former Vanessa born from NXT. This is her first match in over two years after being released from WWE. Shafir gets the submission win after trapping Camella's head and leg in this nasty-looking submission move. Dante Martin defeated Jack Evans. This is Jack Evans' first match since October. Uh, he is back from Mexico. And Dante Martin gets the pin after seven minutes with a nosedive in a fun and fast match. Abaddon defeated Sahara 7 quickly with a cemetery drive. Diamante defeated Vipress with the code red. Kiera Hogan defeated Kelsey Reagan with a roundhouse kick. Uh, sorry if I'm not really going into depth in these matches, as nothing really happened in these matches. Um, they were just really quick uh, showcases here. But the next match was really good, as Daniel Garcia takes on the current Ring of Honor Pure Champion Josh Woods with a gotch-style pod driver in almost seven minutes. This is probably the best AEW Dark match I've seen in quite some uh, some time, as both men look competitive. Uh, really good match here. I would love to see these guys get another 15 minutes in a ring, possibly one day. Uh, who knows? With uh, Shane, Swerve, Strickland showing up in Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, maybe we'll see guys like Daniel Garcia and other people in uh, AEW show up there. Sean Dean defeated Will Austin with the deal. And the last match, Orange Cassidy and Willie Utah defeated Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado with Utah pinning Solo after an orange punch from Orange and a German suplex for the win. NXT UK, a male defeated Zaya Brookside with the Hope Breaker. This is Brookside's first match since November. Backstage, Tiscala announced that Noam Dar will defend the Heritage Cup against Joe Coffey, and Shaw Samuels will take on Mark Coffey. Dave Mastiff had Jack Stars cut holes in Pretty Deadly's shirts as part of his training, so that's going to set up a tag match. Rohan Raja defeated Danny Jones with the Seek and Destroy, and after the match, Dee Familia comes in and attacks Jones. We see a video with Eddie Dennis whispering in the ears of Tyson T-Bone and Primate, so it looks like they're coming for a comeback. And then we get this mysterious video with a truck driver who's driving, and he stops, and he finds some hair on the floor uh, outside. He's, like, in a forest somewhere, and he sees, like, this very um, beast-looking figure just running around in the trees or the woods. Uh, the first person that pops in my head is the former tag team partner of Primate, Wild Boar, when they were part of the hunt. Uh, we haven't seen him since January of 2021, so just by his, like, mask that he was wearing, it kind of seems like something the Wild Boar would wear. But maybe they'll surprise me and it'll be somebody else. A-Kid stops Charlie Dempsey backstage and tells him that he thought he was better than that with his uh, recent uh, doings with DeFamilia. Andy Shepard introduces Mako Satomura. They show highlights of her title reign and present her with flowers, but before she can say much, Iladon interrupts her with this really spooky-looking uh, entrance with the lights and everything. They took advantage of no fans being there. And she pretty much asks for a title shot and takes out Satomura and steals her flowers. Ia Dragunov also accepted Nathan Fraser's challenge, so we'll be seeing that match next week. In the main event here for the NXT UK Tag Team titles, Mustache Mountain defeats Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith. Uh, Tyler Pate pins Smith at the very last second. Trent Seven pushes Smith's legs off the ropes. So, it shouldn't have been a pinfall, so we probably will see a rematch for this. Impact Wrestling, this is their first show after No Surrender. Um, so we have, um, before the impact, Ace Austin and Mike Bailey, the newly formed team here, the reluctant team, I guess we can say, defeated the team of Jake Something and Trey Miguel with Austin rolling up something for the pin. Moose starts the main show and says that even though he is still world champion, everybody is talking about Eddie Edwards, and they shouldn't, and they should talk about him defeating guys like Josh Alexander, Matt Cardona, and W. Morrissey, and then he gets interrupted by Heath, don't call me Slater, who pretty much challenges Moose. Moose says he doesn't care about him, he doesn't care about anybody, especially Heath's kids. So Heath attacks Moose, and then, um... We we get this backstage segment with Moose uh, in Honor No More where he tells them that, uh, you know, he's not going to bother them as long as they don't get in his way. So Scott Demore kind of questions Moose and saying, you know, what kind of champion are you just letting them do whatever they want here? Uh, and then he just makes the match official for sacrifice with Moose taking on Heath. The Impact Digital Media Championship in a dot combat no disqualification match. Matt Cardona defeated Jordan Grace. And since it was an internet-based match, they reveal a bag of cell phones to use as weapons, kind of like you would do with the, with the um 
the tax instead of cell phones. Uh, we also get a computer mouse, and uh, Cardona gets to win after rolling Grace up and holding the ropes after tossing Grace into a chair in the corner. The inspiration and the influence have a scuffle backstage with Madison Rain getting smacked by Cassie Lee, set up a singles match, and they will finally, finally, finally have their tag team match at the upcoming pay-per-view. Sacrifice. Bupinder Gujar defeated Scott uh, John Skyler with a middle rope spear. And then Brian Myers was doing alternate commentary for this match. And after the match, W. Morrissey comes out and attacks Myers, but John Skyler stops him. So Skyler gets powerbombed through Myers' commentary table instead. We have another open challenge from Diana Perrazzo with her two titles. Lady Frost comes out and she accepts the challenge for the Reina de Reina's title. But Diana Perrazzo gets to win with Davinas de Milo. And after the match, Giselle Shaw comes to the ring and kind of shows herself off while Frost was trying to get up. Jay White cuts a promo backstage about the new Bullet Club with Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Chris Bay. And says that it was all business and he had to kick G.O.D. out of the Bullet Club. As he had to shed the dead weight and replace them with a better tag team and the Good Brothers. They get interrupted by Violent by Design who said that they, owe, they are owed a tag team title shot after helping them out. Then they get interrupted by Gorillas of Destiny, and they all get into a brawl with Violent by Design and G.O.D. realizing they're all standing on the same side for this one. Jonah defeated Zicky Dice quickly with a sit-out powerbomb. After the match, he hit him with a top rope, uh, top rope splash, and a backstage Gail Kim tells him that he couldn't do that. Uh, so Jonah says that maybe you should give me some better competition, and Gail Kim gives him PCO for sacrifice. And then Johnny Swinger comes in for some reason and says that he's been training, and he wants Jonah next week, so... Expect another squash. We get Mickey James and Chelsea Green are in Gail Kim's office pitching a match for Sacrifice, but Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans interrupts them. So Gail Kim makes a match for next week with Tasha Steeles versus Chelsea Green, and the winner of that will get Mickey James at Sacrifice. The main event here was Matt Taven, Kenny King, and Mike Bennett of Honor No More, defeating Rich Swan, Chris Sabin, and Willie Mack. Mike Bennett pins Willie Mack after him and Taven hit the Proton Pack. And then after the match, Honor No More introduces Eddie Edwards. Uh, the Impact roster tries to confront and stop him, but Scott Demore kicks the mouse saying that they have to let Edward explain his actions, which he does, and he says that he has history with Honor No More in Ring of Honor and felt betrayed when Ring of Honor went under, and uh, he's with Honor No More because they have identified the corruption in this industry, and he stands with them to expose the dishonor in Impact Wrestling, and the corruption involves opening the door and letting people like Kenny Omega come in and win their title, and people like Rich Swan, Sammy Callahan, and Moose all failed, and Impact Management chose Josh Alexander instead of giving Eddie Edwards uh, the chance to challenge for the title. And he knew that Impact had honor no more and zero faith in him. And then his wife, Alicia Edwards, comes out and questions what the hell Eddie is doing. Uh, it says that Alexander brought the title back home and Eddie needs to stop bitching and be with his real life. Uh, Eddie says, uh, his real friends, and then Eddie says that honor no more is his real family. And tells Alicia to make up her mind on whose side she wants to be on. And he walks off with honor no more. So the show ends with, what will Alicia do? NWA USA has Natalia Markova coming out and challenging Camille for a title shot. But instead, Mae Valentine comes out and they get into each other's faces again. This is the, the inevitable fight that will somehow get some way. Uh, and then Raven tries to break them up. And then Medusa comes out and Medusa kicks out Raven. I feel like every week is the same thing with these people. Homicide defeated Alex Taylor with the Koji Cutter. And Doug Williams defeated Jay Bradley with a roll-up. NWA Power had the second power trip show. We have the Fixers, and we're about to take on the OGK in a notice qualification match, but Billy Corgan comes out and says that this match has turned from a notice qualification to a regular match and is now going to become a first-round match in the Crockett Cup tournament. I've never seen like a notice qualification match get switched to a regular match and fans actually cheer, but it's NWA where things are different. So Wrecking Ball Ligurski pins Matt Taven after the Fixers hit a double brain buster, so they advance in the Crockett Cup, which will be coming up in a couple of weeks. Mike Knox defeated the Pope after whipping him into an exposed turnbuckle. This is the post return after being taken out a couple months back when he had that ugly uh, injury by Matt Cardona, who threw him into the ring post. So good to see him back here, but he does get the loss here. 
In the main event for the NWA National Championship, Anthony Mayweather def uh, defeats Chris Adonis to become the new champion with a surprise roll-up, so nice little finish here. NXT Level Up has James Drake defeating Zion Quinn with a roll-up and a little bit of help from Zach Gibson at ringside. And after the match, Z uh, Zion Quinn attacks Gibson, so we'll probably be seeing that match. Electra Lopez surprisingly defeated Sarag with a little bit of help of Legato Fantasma on the outside. Joe Gacy and Harlan take on Jacket Time, and they get the win with Joe Gacy pinning Ikaminjiro after a standing splash. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, we have Carl Fredericks defeated Ethan HD, making his debut here with the Manifest Destiny. Uh, Ethan is a local wrestler from Defy Wrestling, so he got a pretty good reaction here from the Seattle crowd. El Phantasmo has his first match in Strong since October, and he defeats Matt Red, uh, Matthew Raywoltz with a top rope boom spot. This is Raywoltz's first match since September as he's been doing commentary on Impact Wrestling. And the main event for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Openweight title, Tom Lawler defeated Taylor Rust with a rear naked chokehold in a close to 20 minute match. This is a very good match I definitely would recommend. This is Tom Lawler's seventh defense here. And after the match, Tom Lawler asks who was going to step up next, and then Carl Fredericks comes out. So Taylor uh, teases the match starting right then and there, gets a referee in the match, has a title held up and everything, and then right before, he takes the title and he leaves. So we are not getting this match just yet. WWE main event had Veer Mahan defeated Apollo Crews uh, after Commander Aziz tries to interfere and fails. So Veer Mahan's main event uh, undefeated streak continues. And then Liv Morgan defeated Queen Zelina after Carmella tried to interfere and fail as well. This is Zelina's main event debut. And the only WWE Network edition of the week was an episode of ICW Fight Club. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Fire Frank, I'm coming for you. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.